You're listening to the Superman Super Show, episode number 37, Carnahan's Air. Hello and welcome to the Superman Super Show. I'm a host. My name is Steven. And a thousand miles over there to my right is another host, Mr. Ed Moore. Howdy, guys. And and that's Carnahan's air, not like hair. It's like right. this is Ed's hair. This is Carnahan's air. There so. is an H. Yes. But yes. it's also not, not like that Stephen air. Like, pronounced it. Yeah. When you, when you look at it on a script, yeah. it's like his hair. Oh, his hair. hair. Yeah. My, my I bad. spelled okay. hair wrong. Yeah. But it's also not air like Air Jordan. No, and there's no e on the end like a i r e. Yeah, it's it's all different. It's air with a with a air, right? I mean, we all know that heirloom, which is I think where it comes from. Uh, does it? It's not the other way around. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Could be. I don't know which way it goes. It's yeah. I may be able to speak English, but that's about as far as it goes. I don't know English. I was not an English major. That's no. that's always my defense. Like yeah. math, I, I was not a math major. So yep. it's, so Stephen, you spent some time over the holidays listening to podcasts. Do you have any recommendations for a good, or even it doesn't have to be good, but it's a podcast you enjoyed and you'd like to point out to people? Yes, yes, and uh, um. To, to repeat maybe what I said a couple of episodes ago, uh, the the order in which I'm choosing these podcasts are just what is next on my queue, on my uh, Apple podcast thing. So if you're out there and you do a podcast and you know that I listen to your podcast and you're like, why hasn't he talked about my podcast yet? I'll get to it. Just settle down. He but will. uh Today, I want to talk about uh, a show called uh, Snafu. It's hosted by Ed Helms, who played the Nard Dog on The Office. And uh, well, let me just let me read you the, the, the description here real quick. Hosted by Ed Helms, Snafu is a podcast about history's greatest screw ups. On season one, we tell the story of Abel Archer 83, the NATO military exercise that almost caused a nuclear war in November of 1983, or did it? And uh, this season is just eight episodes. Uh, episode eight came out on November 23rd. Uh, as we're recording this episode, November 29th, I have not listened to the final episode yet, but I have been hooked to this show from episode one because it's they do a really good job of going into, uh, you know, all the history of the Cold War, the the... The, what was going on in Russia, what was going on in America, the, the political games each side was playing, and why Russia may have thought that this uh, military exercise was an actual uh, nuclear threat, that we were actually getting ready to launch nuclear missiles into Russia. But then at one point there, uh, as they give you all this information and you're like, my God, this was crazy that this actually happened. Then they introduce a little bit more information that's like, or did it really? And here's why maybe it, we think it might not have happened. And it's it's really good. It's really interesting. And uh, I happen to be listening to it at the same time that I have started reading the uh, Bwahaha era of the Justice League over again. Okay. And if you remember, the second issue of that deals with nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's kind of fun to to be in that world from listening to this show and then and then reading that issue and 
understanding a little more what was kind of going on at the time. It's, 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 it's very entertaining. It's very well put together, of course, because you can't get somebody like an Ed Helms to host it if it's not a high production value type of podcast, but uh, it's really good. I don't know what there's, what the subject matter is going to be for season two or when season two is coming, but uh, all of season one is out there. If you, if you got, if y'all want to listen to it, it's pretty good. Snafu. The Bwahaha era of the JLA had my favorite Dr. Fate story in it. Oh yeah. That involving the gray man, the gray man. That's, yeah, that's I, the, where I I'm at right story. now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I'm, know I'm only why on a, I can't explain, yeah. but yeah, it's good stuff. I'm only on issue three right now of my reread. That's another one of those books from that time that I was in on from the beginning, but I don't remember if I ever finished the series. And so um, well, I'm going back to reread but, it, but yeah, the the gray man. I think that because they allude to it in issue two. So mm-hmm. I we've met the gray man by issue two, um, and in fact, Doctor Fate, who joins the Justice League, he's right there from issue one. But a little later in issue one, he's like, "All right, I can't help you guys with this. I got to go deal with something <laughs> else." And you don't know why he just suddenly left, and it's because of the the gray man. And we find that uh, I think that's coming up in issue four. That also features the creeper. Yes. Um, you, maybe you didn't finish this volume of JLA because it changed title like 17 times uh, no, over I, the next six years. Yeah, I was with it <laughs> for a while. I remember I was reading uh, Justice League International. I was reading Justice League Europe. Europe. Um, I remember yeah. like when Despero came in and that's when, it, that's when the, the book really just like hooked me. Uh, but even though that was a, a bit in, and I actually do remember reading the final story arc, uh, breakdowns, I think it was called, but, um, there's a lot of, I don't remember a lot of stuff in the middle, you know, the, mm. okay. you know, I, I remember Bart Sears was the artist on justice league Europe. I think, yes. uh, Adam Hughes may have done a couple of issues in there, you know, that's where I they kind of so. cut their teeth. So, uh, I'm, I'm revisiting it and having, I'm not that deep into it yet, but I'm having a lot of fun. Alrighty, so uh, what was it you said today? We're looking at Callahan's Air? We are, yes. Callahan's Air. This appeared in Action Comics number 24. It was written by Jerry Siegel. Pencils by Joe Schuster with inks by Paul Cassidy. This has a cover date of May 1940, but according to Mike's Amazing World of Comics, an approximate sale date of March 21st, 1940. And you know, I don't think we've ever talked about the the price of comics at this time. All these issues that we've been talking about have been selling for a cool dime. Oh, there we 10 go. 10 cents per issue, right? And some of these, yep. I mean, these are anthology books. These are like 64 pages. Yep. You know? But I, I, I suppose a dime back then was like a dollar, two dollars nowadays. But I don't know. Oh, I hit the mic. Anyway, here's what happened in the book. Clark Kent investigates a newspaper ad asking for Superman's assistance from wealthy industrialist Rufus Carnahan. Carnahan explains that he is dying and wants Superman to take his son around. Or I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Carnahan explains that he is dying and wants Superman to turn his son around because the boy has gambling problems. Superman agrees to help and learns that Peter, which apparently is Rufus's son. I don't know why they don't explain that in the synopsis. But he learns that Peter is in debt to a loan shark Jake Brent, one of those guys with two first names, 
Carnahan dies and leaves his money to Peter, provided that the boy does not gamble. Brent threatens to expose Peter's vice if he does not pay him off. Brent is then shot. Peter is seen with a discarded gun, and he flees. Superman tracks him down, and the police arrest him. Although he claims his innocence, Peter is sent to trial and convicted. Superman, meanwhile, has gathered evidence that Brent's rival, Benny Farrell, was the murderer. The Man of Steel prevents Peter's execution and forces a confession from Farrell. Peter does not receive his inheritance, but it, but it is used to help underprivileged boys. Ed, what'd you think? I thought that 10 cents would be worth $2.12 today. Oh, that's a, that's a good that's, thought to have. That's, that's what I thought, because a dollar... Uh, then would be worth $21.29 today. So if you oh, take it, okay. yeah. move the decimal over. It's, so even for $2.21 for 64 pages, that's yeah, that's still good. a killer that's good deal. stuff. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 22 page books now are what? $4.99? Five. Yeah, yeah, five bucks. So I mean, you you know, you're 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 not gonna get today sixty-four yeah. pages for two and a quarter. Yeah. It's it's not gonna happen. Yeah, granted the stuff today is put on better paper and there's a more oh, expensive what, coloring yeah, process. Whatever. And blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We sound so, like crotchety old men. Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> um the story, it it just is it seems to really be falling in line with the previous two that we yeah. uh, have spoken of. it's just more of that attempting to or not attempting but just that that grounded kind of superman not that mm -hmm. he's grounded but grounded like street level but not that he's street level because he's super well, yeah. you know what i mean using he's all the, these buzzwords it's he's the you know, strongest superest street level hero around yeah really he'd, he'd give daredevil a run for his money or punisher or iron fist or you know any of those guys um i liked it it, it i'm i'm Typically, with the Golden Age books, well, just with any book, I, I want somebody equal to the superhero for the superhero to, to have to face. Otherwise, why give the superhero all these powers? You know, right. if, if they yeah. can't really use yeah. them, then, then why are they there? Uh, I understand that, you know, starting out, they, they didn't necessarily, although this really isn't starting out per se, but they, they didn't know um, – they just didn't know that for some reason, and I, I can't quite grasp that because if you read um, other media from this time, whatever aspect your hero has, typically your your villains will have those aspects as well. Uh, yeah. In, in murder mysteries, it'll be really smart people, you know. In in wartime, it'll be usually really nasty, mean people that are that are mean to places that they conquer. Um, uh, the dude that was um, was kind of gold toned and was a big pulpy hero. Um, oh, Doc Savage. Yeah, uh, yes. Okay. Even he had villains that were more than just normal, average, typical people because he was too. He was very athletic. He was very smart. Actually, he was a a Mary Sue uh, if you want to <laughs> if you yeah. really want to talk about him. But but Superman, except for a couple. Um, exceptions so far. It's it's continually these thugs, or uh, you know, there's been a couple military dictators, or just very street level, regular, normal yeah. kind of people that he's going up against. So I don't know. After I, I feel like that these types of stories are more Jerry Siegel 
they're like his his fantasies put to paper. If oh, okay. you know he if he sees crime and whatnot out there, and he he wishes you know if 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 he had superpowers, right? This is what he would do. That's I, I mean I, I'm just guessing, but that's kind of what they feel like at times. It could be because we we've seen from story to story to story that he just switches. This yeah. must have gotten in Siegel's craw this week, yep. and this must have been this week, and. So this just seems to be another one of those stories that something um, triggered this in the writer. Yeah. Uh, what it would have been, I don't know. You know, maybe if we went back and looked at the actual news stories uh, around this time or whatever, yeah. you know, maybe we'd have a clue. Yep. But um, this is just another one of those that it's like, really? That's what Superman – okay. Yeah. Okay. This, is, this is definitely uh, a different – a slightly different kind of premise, the fact that this this dying rich man is asking Superman to take his boy under his wing because his boy's got he just ain't right. He's got a gambling problem and he needs a he needs a strong man in his life to turn his to so this uh -huh. kid can turn his act around. And and when we first meet Peter, you can just tell in that first first couple of panels, you didn't even have to know who Peter is to know that he is a a, a rich kid who doesn't appreciate his money because he's wearing a top hat that's all askew on his head. He's wearing his yep. suit and tails, and he's he's all disheveled. He's a disheveled rich kid, so. Yeah. And then the, the capper is the panel here, 24. I know I should go to Dad's assistance, but I can't <laughs> help it. I'm scared. Okay, that was that's one of these moments I was talking about a few episodes okay. ago that just suddenly, because the two panels before – I mean, the, the two panels that he's in before, the mm -hmm. the guy says, upstairs, a madman menacing your father. Go help him. And, and Peter's just like, a lunatic, you said? You go. What in blazes do you think you're being paid for? Which makes me feel like he's more of a, uh, I'm a rich mm -hmm. man. I don't have mm -hmm. to deal. That's what. That's why we pay you. So he yeah, doesn't right. seem scared so at all. Paid for. And then suddenly, two panels later, the next time you see him, yeah, he's literally on the floor face in his hands. <laughs> I'm scared. And it's just yep. a weird change of, of uh, emotions for this guy. So I just have to assume he's just stinking drunk, you know? Okay. Could be. He, he's been out gambling and uh, yeah. spent a little bit too much of his uh, meager winnings on alcohol. And we find out that his uh, winnings are nowhere near what they need to be because he, he runs afoul of his gambling there. Yeah. Um. Just, I don't know. It's just it's hard to really say a whole whole lot about the story other than just, you know, talking about well this happened and then that happened because yeah. there's just there's there's not necessarily anything outstanding. Um no. I do like the sequence where he stopped, well this time he stopped a car from running off the cliff yeah. uh, by holding onto its rear bumper. Yeah, and then and I think he destroys a tire maybe. Mhm, mm to to make it stop. Yeah. Uh which is it the the yeah I think it's the next story um he should have done that with a train because he stops a train but then when he stops stopping the train the train doesn't it keep just, going it just, yeah it just keeps it just sits there it has yeah. stopped yeah and I'm yeah. like well but if if he yeah it's so, not how that works yeah but this one he disabled so that it would quit going um yeah. although my question is 
how the heck did they affix the bumper to that car that he could do right, this to it? Right. That's a well. They built I, them to last back then. I, yeah, I don't think it would work yeah. today if you tried to grab one by the bumper. Yep. No. <laughs> Bumper come right off. I See, men would just be it, standing there with the bumper in his hand. Yep. Going, well, crap! I should have thought that one through. I think it would. He, you may be able to stop it from going off the cliff. Maybe, yeah. yeah. But you're not going to pick it up and set it down over here behind you by the bumper. I, I don't think the bumper would would take that today. Yeah. Uh, a couple of moments that did stand out for me um, after he, because that was Peter in the car who has at that point he's been accused of murder. Uh, the, the guy has, the, the guy that he owes money to has tried to blackmail him, said that, uh, if you don't pay me my money, the the blackmailing didn't make a lot of sense. It's like, not only if you don't pay me my money, you're going to pay me even more. Mm -hmm. If you don't, I'm going to tell everybody that you're gambling. And then that means you won't get your inheritance. And I'm thinking, but then you won't get your money that way. So what, why would you do that? You know, you want him to get his inheritance so he'll pay you. I just, I don't understand why the bad guy wouldn't be like, I'm going to make sure, I'm going to help you get your money. I'm not going to tell anybody because once you get it, then I get paid. But isn't that the way it always happens? When somebody runs afoul of money, the person threatens to kill them. Yes. Because I'm always like, well, that will ensure you don't get your money. So why are you doing that? Yeah. Good movies and good TV shows will have the loan shark say, why would I kill them? Because then I don't get paid. You, I've seen it happen every once in a while. You know, the loan shark is is being, uh, he's the suspect of the murder because the guy owes him money, and the guy will be like, "Why would I kill him? Because exactly. then I, I don't get my money. You know, I'll break his legs, but I'm yep. not going to kill him. Because then I definitely won't get paid. So yeah. yeah. But when Superman saves him, when basically Peter's like, "All right, well, I, I'm being accused of murder. I have no money. There's there's nothing left for me. I'm going to commit suicide and, and drive my car off a cliff." Uh, Superman saves him and then takes them to the police and <laughs> assures Peter that if he's innocent, nothing bad will happen to him. Don't worry, Peter. Right. If you're innocent, nothing bad will happen. Trust the And system. he is convicted of murder and sent to death row where yes. he's going to be, uh, you know, executed. Um, there's a, a, a headline, a, a panel here with the headline, Carnahan surrenders, is accused of murder. But there's a, a second headline next to it that just says, Dog Attracts Aid to Widow. I, w- I want to know what that story is about. I, yeah, I, that's, I don't that's know. kind of a funny bit. Um, the, the only other moment I wanted to point out, there's a moment within the, the prison before the, before the execution where there are reporters showing up for the execution. And one of them says, hey, I'm getting used to these executions finally. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, finally, I'm getting used to these. They don't bother me like they used to. Let's let's have some fries while we watch this guy fry, you know? But I like how uh, Superman does stop the execution because he does catch the bad guy. Um, and it looks like he's just going to race him to the prison, which sounds to me like just would kill the guy if he's running at supersonic <laughs> speed. Mm-hmm. But in, instead, he goes to the power plant and he basically blacks out the, the prison. So they can't electrocute him. I like that. But that, that way, everybody escapes because all the doors open automatically when the power goes <laughs> right. out. That's right. Right. Okay. Well, you know, it's all we, for the greater good. Yeah. <laughs> but I uh, didn't see that. Um, I've noticed, too, a, a, a thing that they've started doing um, with the narration lettering that 
circle around the first yeah. letter of uh, – I think it's just about every narration box yep. in this issue. I don't think I've noticed that before. Yeah, I don't think I have either. It's it's Yeah, it's kind of like when they uh, – in a novel, they'll mm-hmm. make the first sure. letter of a chapter really big. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. a couple times where they didn't do it, almost like, oh, editor missed it there. Yeah. But uh, And there was – in one of those Lex Luthor stories, or at this point, he's still just called Luthor. In that Superman book, there were they, he was putting like these little designs under the the narration, these weird little pictographs. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah, yeah. That was weird, but um, yeah, I don't I don't know that I've noticed this happening in, in any of the books. Maybe it's a hmm. it's new for Action Comics starting at this issue. So maybe so. Who who was it that did this? Um, well, we don't know who did the letters, do we? We know that. Paul Cassidy did the inks, but that doesn't mean he would have had anything to do with this. Yeah. We we have another moment in this issue where Superman forces the bad guy to confess, which, mm-hmm. you know, shouldn't hold up in a court of law. Yeah. Isn't that illegal? But Yeah. Okay. But at the same time, it's like he tells the guy, go ahead, confess, or I'll shake your teeth loose. And the bad guy doesn't think, yeah, but if I confess, you're going to execute me. So it's either, I guess it's either die now for sure or maybe be executed. Maybe my lawyer can get me off on right. appeal. I don't know. But take, take your chances. Because uh, I would think just being forced to confess would be a reason to, for their lawyer to, to, to stay that execution, you know. But, yeah. Not in 1940 Metropolis. It, w- it was a no. tougher time. No. And uh, the, then Peter deciding, you know, if I'm not going to get my money, then let's make sure that the fortune goes to help underprivileged children underprivileged boys. He doesn't want underprivileged boys to turn out like him, which if they're underprivileged, they're not going to turn out like you, Peter. You turned out that way because you had money. So, <laughs> so Yeah, really. So I, I guess the, uh, uh, not to be offensive to those who this may offend, uh, but his uh, come to, to God point was the perp march towards the electric chair, I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, uh, n- there's nothing else that will, uh, Put the put the light of uh, of Jesus into you, like facing your own mortality. Well, I mean, what you know, what else happened to him that he? Right. I mean, uh, he he was not like that at the beginning. No, um, not at all. He was accused. Uh, Superman turned him over. Uh, he sat through a trial. I I and it rather quickly. I think he was uh, to be executed and it was time for the execution. I mean, it all seemed in pretty short order. He was about to be put in the chair. I don't think he was in the chair when the lights went out, but there is a panel where they're getting ready to put him in the chair. And he's like, please don't do this to me. Don't, I beg you, don't kill me. You know? And so, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that had something to do with it. Yeah. Well, that's the only point, Uh, you know, going from what he was to the well, you know, I, I want to help others like yeah. me and and yeah. make it, what is it? The Rufus Carnahan Home for Youth. Yeah. Uh, is what the, and, yeah. and he's running it. So. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, to, to me, I, I, I would like to see them follow up on this story a few issues later and find out that he's, he's like the guy that was running the orphanage. The you man, know, he's, yeah, he's the stealing man with the gambling problem. Yep, yeah. Yep. Well, let's put yeah. him in charge. He went, he went from, I'm not going to, you know, somebody's beating up my dad, but I'm not going to do anything about it. That's what we pay you for to, yes, my son, let's, uh, let's try to help these underprivileged youth. <laughs> quite, quite the leap. Quite the leap. Yep. 
Yeah. And he's, you know, when he's telling the guy that his his hair is nice and neat, he's done, he's not wearing a disheveled <sighs> top hat. <laughs> no, no, he's so, uh, he's he's found the the hair tonic to uh yeah, yeah get all gussied up. Uh, before we go, I want to point out this comment from Doug from uh, our, our previous conversation earlier in the episode. Doug, too, agrees that the Gray Man arc in the Justice League International is excellent. Yeah. Hopefully, at some point, my uh, Dr. Fate show will get to that. Um, yeah. It's quite a ways down the road. You'll get to the um, the Keith Giffen four-issue uh, um, Dr. Fate mini first. which that, Well, that, that one is actually... Coming up in the foreseeable future. Yeah. This that, this future is quite a ways away. That's one I have started but have not finished. But a mm-hmm. uh, big fan of Keith Giffen art. Um, uh, he, some of it. Um, he hasn't quite. It's like he, this part, that era of Keith Giffen, I really like. He hasn't quite got to, I mean, when he's on Trencher. Oh, thank image, you. That is exactly it's what like, I'm like. What is going oh, on here? But I, I that, cannot. <laughs> That many, and then a little later, a couple of years later, he does the Heckler miniseries. Mm-hmm. And yes. that, at that point, that's where he's just like, boom, that's Keith, that's the Keith Giffen I really like. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not Trencher. Trencher. <laughs> not, I don't know what he was trying to do with not that. Not early 90s Giffen. Uh, yeah. No. He, it, some of that was just indecipherable. Some of it yep. was good, but some of it was just, I don't, I have no idea what's going on in this, in this, on this yeah. page. That was, that was so many things going on. So many and, squiggles and colors. And, you know, when I was doing some research, I found that that series from Image, mm-hmm. he continued somewhere really? else for another two or three issues. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which was a like a an off, off, off brand hmm. publisher. Uh, I don't know that I've ever heard of them doing anything else. But yeah, there's like another three or four issues after that first four issues uh, at Image huh. that he did for Trencher. I know I've got at least the first issue up there in my collection mm-hmm. somewhere. I don't I don't know how far oh, yeah. into it I went. I was yeah. getting anything Image to put out back then, I was picking yes. up. Yes, that, sir. Yes, know. sir. So I've got a lot of I've got some good stuff up there, and I've got some crap up there, too. You, you were not the only one. Yep. We we did our part to, to get Image going strong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I like to think that Image is where they're at now because of people like us. That's it. Right. Yep. All right. Um, anything else you want to say about this episode? No, sir. All right. Well, uh, let's let's wrap it up. Then I want to thank everybody for listening. To this episode, if you want to drop us a line or ask us a question or just, just you know, tell tell Ed how nice he looks with all that wisdom around his chin, you can send us an email over at uh, the Superman Super Show at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, the handle is at Supes Super Show. I don't know that we've ever talked about our Twitter handles. Uh, mine is at Stephen or else. Mine is at Teal Productions. T-E-A-L. You know, if you want to reach out to Ed and be like, I don't know why you even deal with this guy. <laughs> so, so Stephen doesn't know or vice versa. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there, you there's talk a way to smack do on either of us. Uh, yeah. But, uh, that's it. There you go. Uh, we'll, we'll have each other's back though, right? <laughs> yep. You know. Yeah, because Doug, I'll be like. If, if Doug reaches out to me and is like, boy, that Ed, I don't know. I'll be like, Doug, do you want to do the show with me? <laughs> <laughs> You no, are so no. right, sir. Do you no, want to come no, on? No. And well, yeah, <laughs> Doug, that is so right. Let's get let's get this started. We'll call it the 
the other Superman. <laughs> Just don't throw me out a window, okay? That's that's all. If I throw you out a window, Ed, I will run down there and catch you. <laughs> because it would Thank be you. an amazing thing, just the fact that I could throw you out a window. Well, would it be uh, any more amazing that you were able to run around and catch me? Right. Yeah, exactly. The, you know, that, that whole sequence would just, just be. Just the fact that I could lift a human being off the ground and then toss them means that there's something, there's, there's something in my system that would make me also be able to run outside and catch them. Supernatural going on. Um, you can also join us over at the forum, forum.justanotherfanboy.com. Uh, that's a fun place to be, or it could be. Yep. We just, if you we need, were there. Yeah. If you were there, you. we need more participation. We just need, we need people. Doug's, Doug's laughing at us right now. He put the smiley, the teary face, yeah. smiley face in the comments. That's what we're going for. We want people to laugh at us. Be entertained. I, I hope that was laughing at us and not with us because... No, I, I was not like I was serious. Scene. Uh, yeah, forum. Just another fanboy.com. That's the place to be. All the links will be in the show notes. And so until next week, folks, I'm Steven and that's Ed. And this was the Superman Super Show. Bye-bye. Ciao. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine.